passing energy with your host priest. When this mode starts, yeah, but that's it. Priest. But that's it. You're gonna be enlightened and entertained. But that's it. Hey guys, Priest here, and welcome to another episode of Passing Energy. Uh, <laughs> before we get into this episode, I have to, you know, I gotta do a little song and dance on my absence. <laughs> it's like a running thing going on. For all my Nerding Wednesday listeners, be patient with me, please. It is totally my fault. I didn't find the time to schedule something for me and Sky to recall. We have a few topics that we were debating on covering. So we'll see how that goes. I'm trying my best to get more collaboration. So guys, if y'all have any suggestions for Nerding Wednesday, like topics that y'all wanna talk about or collaboration you'd like us to see, and I'll try my best to work on it. But I'm, I'm looking forward to reaching out to a few people, few content creators, and bring them on the podcast, you know, to help me and Sky, you know, talk about certain things. So please, guys, send me your messages, and i like to hear from y'all. Okay, Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels, he passed away at the age of 57. That's just, wow, that's so, that's so creepy because that's the same age as my dad. But it's like, ooh, I didn't even know he was that old. I mean, I, he looked seasoned. I did not know that. I must say he took care of himself where he did not look seen that old. Not the same 57 is bust down or that's not the case because my parents look good for their age. I thought he was like at least in his late 40s or early 50s. So yes, so you heard the untimely passing. He had a, I think they said a heart attack maybe. Forgive me if I don't have the full details in front of me right now. Y'all can be my fact checkers in the comment section. But he passed away, allegedly, performing. <laughs> Sorry. <coughs> performing. And what a way to go. What a way to go. I mean, I would not to say I would like that to happen, but you imagine the traumatizing experience of that young lady who had to witness someone passing away, allegedly on top of them. That's crazy, that's crazy. Freeze, 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 freeze. Guys, please, I see my analytics. Y'all are listening and y'all are watching the podcast. If you're not subscribed, subscribe. If y'all have background right now, I'm sorry, I'm recording through the day. Please like the video. If you enjoy the conversation we have, even if you agree or disagree with me, liking the video still supports the channel on my page. So rating my podcast, whatever service you're using, sharing your opinion, help you helping your boy out. Please make sure you share the love. Thank you. But anyway, back to Kevin Samuels, okay? So today's podcast is going to be fo more focused on not so much about him. Where I always like to go with my topic, I take certain viral stories, whatever it may be, and I use these entities, these characters, and I relay it to what is going on our day-to-day, -day, what we can learn in our day-to-day -day life, not the social world or whatever. That is what I'm doing in passing energy. I'm not really focusing on the gossip and the yeah, all that nonsense. This is not the podcast for that. Now, I do not agree with Kevin Samuels 
I am half and half on what he's saying. What I mean by half and half is the fact that half of the stuff I felt is valid points he made, and that other half, I think it's you're just looking to go viral. Clickbait, basically. As content creators, we have to do clickbait to get y'all to click on it. Like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You click on it, and then you listen and be like, oh, that's what he's trying to say. Okay. You got to do clickbait, because people, if you have a regular title, people are not going to click on People are isolationists. I'm sorry. That's just how society is. So he caters to going viral. So I always tell when there's an agenda at foot. I'm not blindly biased towards anyone. I have no dog in the fight. It's all about perspective and looking at things from, in my opinion, an unbiased lens. Yeah. Anyway, so Kevin sounds whoever don't know. Because I'm going to play a few clips of his talking points and y'all can go from there. You never met the kids? Because I told him I don't want to unless we're married. You've never met these children? Yeah, I haven't. But that's my choice, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you be with a dude with two years with kids. You'd be a stepmother before a wife. And you've never even met these children? <laughs> I am so willing to submit. Okay, I'm a, a very naturally submissive person, but I cannot submit to a man who just doesn't have it there together. So what that's that my problem. They tell me that. What I'm, does that mean? What does that mean? That you don't have stability. You don't have um, a home of your own. You have a roommate. Your brother lives in the next room. Okay, you living with your brother. Your bros are these, there. These are men you've dated. These are men that I have dated, yes. You have, you have a relationship with them? Yes. So you'll date a man, have a man, but you don't submit to him. I do, but I feel like... Um, but, but, but why are you having a with a man who doesn't have his shit together? You knew that before you did all that. Why didn't you marry your child's father? Why didn't I marry my daughter's father? Because I didn't want to. And he was, I mean, we were not, that was not the path that I took for a reason. I'm asking why. I was, I mean, I just didn't want to. He wasn't marriage material. That was but he was we birth material. Yeah, he, he was someone that I did have a child with. No, man. And that's okay. See, I you, I mean, and, and see, the reason man, I'm doing this, man, the reason I'm doing this is I want you to understand these women are so much character-driven, and I want you to listen to the answers. The, get over my tone. Listen to the intent. Men choose women based upon money. Women choose, women pick men off, solely off love. God. Ooh. And this is a social worker, yo. I, I, I mean, I'm to the point to where I don't even want to make any jokes because this is so sad. It's the truth. You're, no, ma'am. You are danger. And you advise other women? I do. Absolutely, yes. I do. Absolutely, yes. Kevin Samuels 
it's someone who is known for saying he's very hypercritical on dating advice towards women and men. You heard me. I said women and men. But the women, of course, if y'all listen to my past podcast with Cam Newton, when opinion about women goes viral. But the opinion about men is just get lost in the, in the fray. It's like, eh, who? You talk about men? It's like Bill Cosby. Huh? Huh? Like, you can't see nothing. All right. You were saying, do I, do I want to hear about your original plan? Right. Okay. No. And I will tell you why. You're not doing it. You're doing what you have to do to survive and live. Okay? Okay. So your original plan, it doesn't matter. It, can, it does if it can change, uh, change my situation. Okay. Go ahead. Since you know okay, better so, than I do. No, I, I, nobody ever said that. Okay, but anyway. Uh, I mean, I don't, I mean, go ahead, dude. The reason why this, um, I became a phlebotomy technician is because there's something called a paramedical insurance exam. I'm not sure if you heard about, about, about that. It doesn't matter. Go ahead. I don't. I don't have to know right, what you're doing. Go ahead. All right, thank you. All right, look here, man. Don't be a bitch. Don't do little bitchy boys. Bitch get the fuck off my phone, spit. bitch. I don't fuck get the you. phone. Get, go take blood, boy. Came. You ain't work a job where people quiet in the background. Sensitive ass. I didn't choose your path. Oh no, no. See, what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get us another Romy Rome. Oh, I don't need to do all that. I'm gonna be a phlebotomist. You see, then I'm gonna get in and work the insurance path, and then I'm gonna have my dream to where it can make me a six-figure dude while I'm drawing blood and dispensing Jello. And that's how we do it around here. Man, if you don't shut up, you need to leave Detroit. Hey, I got family here. I can't leave yet. Uh, you have children? No, sir. What do you mean you got family? My, like my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, my nieces. What kind of shit are you talking about? Hey, your mama man. got a, your mama got a husband, right? Yeah. And your sister got what? Yeah, she does. She does too. <laughs> So everybody else got a life but you. I got a life. No, no, no. no. Everybody else got a fam- a life, I mean a life and family. Oh, yeah, yeah. A wife, yeah. That's lazy, man. Uh, they be like, well, I see more women. Tim, talking about women than men. I see him. I said, yes. The reason why you're going to see more women than men, and we're going to go deep here. We're going to go real deep. It's because the fact that when you do have a few guys who call on it and they saw how he gets down, yeah, he could get clowned. You're not the dominant alpha male or the super select guy. The only way you're going to end up becoming pre-select is by approaching women. So they, women can tell I'm not getting no play? Anybody, all 462 people in the chat room can tell you ain't getting no play. That's the energy <laughs> you're getting. Because you're a guy that said you don't think you should have to approach women. They should give you choosing signals. Where would you rank yourself on a scale from one to ten? How tall are you? I'm five ten. Five ten. How much do you weigh? Uh oh. I weigh about two what? Depending on the day. Two. Between two eighty to two eighty five. So you're a fat fucker. 
Yeah. <laughs> so if you think a five foot ten, almost three hundred pound dude, how much money you make? Like four hundred every two weeks. Four. So you make four. So you make four hundred every two weeks. So you make eight hundred a month. You make uh, less than ten thousand dollars a year. Okay. But how many twenty year olds is him? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Dude, I was a 20-year-old, and I was making far more money than that. In the 80s, a minimum wage was three thirty-five an hour, so I need to hear it. Ooh. How long? You got a big dick? Huh? You have a big dick? I mean, it's above average. I ain't no Ron Jeremy. No, 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 no. I asked you if you had a big dick. I didn't say it was above average. I don't know what that is, really. Uh, nigga, you know if you got a big dick or not. Stop the bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> Every dude know whether or not he got a big dick. I know I got a big dick. You don't know? I mean. You don't have a big I, dick. That's the point. You don't have a big dick. You don't have a big wallet. You're a big, you're a fat dude. And you got a lot of nerve thinking you should get choosing signals at five foot ten and three hundred pounds, making less than a thousand dollars a month at twenty years old. Ooh. And women should approach you. What they get, they don't even get a big dick. <laughs> Evil. Everybody ain't the problem, bro. Ain't no energy out women. But yeah, I, I, I set myself up. So most men wouldn't call his mom up for him to judge them. Most men is not gonna call another man who's gonna scale them like that, especially when they know they ain't got it like that. Because of that, they're gonna listen, but they're not going to call in as much as women. So women call in a show a lot. Now, the whole backlash I'm seeing is that some women, a lot of women, are celebrating is death. Let me tell you something, you never celebrate someone's death over a stupid opinion. It's detrimental to women. All of, I said, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I would understand that point, how he hurt. And I, I saw Vivica Fox's opinion on a show, Fox Soul. I won't play it for y'all. One of his last statements that uh, he said was that if you're over 38 and you haven't married or something like that, that you're no good and disposable. Um, to me, it was a shock jock. And, you know, I, I hope this is teaching folks a lesson about the karma that you put out, the negativity that you put out in the world, that when karma comes knocking at your door, she might not be so kind. So, you know, the fact that he uh, killed over real quick. Who gives a shit what you give, Vivica Fox? You can't keep a man. One of your biggest regrets is you never had a kid. You never turned out a plus sign. See, I got problems with women like you. Thinking that you you talk as though you, you, you're someone to be appeased. Shut up, Vivica Fox. I'm about tired of seeing your twisted up mouth everywhere. Every time you come on camera, your face is twisted up. We get it. You're a smart, sassy, strong black woman. Do you have another gear? Do you have another character? You've been playing the same character for the last 30 years. We get it. 50 Cent, I mean, and Curtis Jackson responded and said, man, my ex-lover still want me. 17 years ago, we was together for four months, and she's still mad. My Doom must be better than I thought. Kudos to you, 50 Cent, for smiling through it. I mean, have you guys looked at the way Vivica looks these days? Every time you see her, it looks like she done sucked on a bag of lemons. 
Now, I remember back in the 90s when Vivica was hot. Fine. But Vivica, but, but so many women like Vivica A. Fox fall into a broadcast where I said, women have already met their guy and they blew it. I mean, think about when you see Fox Soul, Vivica Fox, Claudia Johnson, and y'all feeling me and Lisa Ray. Don't, don't y'all see a bunch of old women and be like, y'all are 40, 40, 40 and 50 years old. Y'all should have been somebody's grandma by now. Almost somebody's grandma. You remember what Vivica Fox said? I thought that was very harsh, but hey, Kevin Zahn was harsh too, so it is what it is. But I don't understand this whole thing where we're holding this man accountable, but we're not calling the women, we're calling in the show accountable. I would understand if he did, he talked bad about or critical of women and the women was never in the room. I would get it. If he always talked about women and there was no women interaction with him. I don't know what your topic is tonight, but I just, How I old guess. Are you? Hmm? How old are you? Guess. Guess these nuts. Then you'd be like, Tom, is he, he's, he's a hater woman. He do the, he does that. But all of his shows, women are calling in. If you are offended by someone, this someone disrespects who I am. Why are you calling in on a show seeking validation from him? The deeper thing we got to talk about is women looking for approval. Oh, he this and that never, but y'all care what he had to say. If he was so hurtful to the black women, why is black women helping him stay relevant? A lot of us women agree with you. And we're, we're needing a person, a man that's, that's a leader like you, you know, and my husband, for instance, hmm. I just appreciate everything that you do. And I just have to tell you that because you really have helped me in a lot of ways, you know, women who genuinely, who've never had a father figure and you come up and you stand up and you take root and say, no, this has to change. There's people that really appreciate that. And I just wanted to tell you how much I appreciate you and everything that you do. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Kevin. Bye-bye. Have a good night. Bye. You too. <clears throat> I have lost 40 pounds listening Don't. to you. I have got therapy. I moved to a new city. I, I wear dresses on, on Fridays and the weekends. I have a dress on now. I don't do the wigs anymore. I don't do the nails anymore. I don't do the lashes mm. anymore. Um, just you you really really you, you you hit the bullseye and i so much want to thank you for that and I've, I've watched you grow i've watched your youtube channel grow 
I admire what you're doing and I just want to encourage you to keep going because you have made a difference in my life. Now I'm excited about what my love life's going to be like next, but <laughs> I, think I, I think I'm moving in the right direction. There so. you go. I appreciate it. Thank keep you doing so you. Bye. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> my best friend knows this is really uncomfortable for me. I usually deflect praise and uh, accolades, um, but I don't know how you can sit back and hear some of the joy in some in these women's voices and and say I say that there's something wrong going wrong over here. I just, whoo, mm. Oh, black man, come. I said black man can sit there and watch with the popcorn in their hand all they want. But who is giving him the content? He's carrying the, the black man ego. Who is giving him the content? He need to spit this venom, the women. See, this thing goes so deep. I'm, I always try to tell people, it's so easy to blame one person, the boogeyman. I remember, now I don't go too deep, that's what, I don't brush on the scenario, personal demise, because it's another podcast, another time. My family and I have this whole thing where I said that I don't like certain things, how we have at our function. So I decide to take a back seat from our function. And they'll be like, no, you have a problem with this person. And that's why you, I said, no, 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 no. I don't have a problem with that person. I have a problem with how we conduct stuff at these functions. So I take a back seat. No, you have a problem. I said, see, see, the issue is the fact that no one wants to do a self-reflection on themselves. I'm not going to let him think it's me. I'm not the problem. It's this. You have a problem with this person. No, I do not. That person is part of the problem. They, they play a small role because this person is basically manifestation of our standards and what we accept. They are a living embodiment of what we allow because if that person didn't do it someone else was going to do it and the problem will still be there we need a boogeyman kevin samuels is that boogeyman we don't want to talk about the women who give him the bullets to attack the black women we don't want to talk about that all we want to talk about is kevin samuels the boogeyman Slavery, this slavery, that the white man, this white man. I said, yeah, but when we gonna talk about the fact that black people helped the white man invade Africa and sell us off? That's a whole nother deep conversation. But black people helps the slave movement. No, but no one went off of that. I can say again, the boogeyman. I'm not excluding the things he said. I like I said, I'm gonna play throughout the video some of the, the stuff he said. But also, I'm going to play in the video, High Hole Men Accountable. But again, because it's not an abundance, it's because most men are not going to call on a show with a man who's going to red them up. <laughs> They're not going to do it. And he realized most women call a show, he focused heavily on the women. 
I need to really say this. I take no particular pride or pleasure in doing shows like this because I know it triggers certain certain black women. I know they do. I know some of them get pissed. I've heard women are on YouTube saying things that they don't watch the show end to end. And I'm not going to, and, and that's not going to change anything because there are far more women and far women who are listening. And who are the, who are the recipients? The women who listen end to end and are saying, well, you've changed my life. You've helped me look at this way or that way. Those women are benefiting and guarantee when those, those women come into contact with men doing something, they all benefit. We're better off working with each other, trying to understand one another. You know, none of us are perfect. Certainly not me. I ain't shit. I got a lot of problems. It's like anybody else. We all got issues. But just like Ice Cube, when the brother is trying to do, when the brother steps up to do something, support, find ways to support. Even if you have an issue with something he's doing, can you find four or five things about it that you like before you start off with the one thing you don't like? Because you cannot keep painting black men in this ain't shit box. They don't all fit there. And brothers are starting to push back and say, no, 51% of us are single and childless and 64% are in the middle class. They're here. Can you interact with them just in a peaceful, civil way? If you never get married and never have kids, can you have a higher quality of life? Can you just be happy? Can you stop walking through life with your hands up ready to fight the reflection of you, the opposite sex reflection of you? I don't walk through life looking at black women as though they're my enemy. And I would hope that for the black women who this applies, you stop walking through life, assuming that black men are, are, are somebody to challenge, somebody to overcome, to struggle against. We don't need that. They are his content. They're the one who's giving him the content. And you know, the funny thing is, I don't know some women who call on the show trying to change Kevin Sally or challenge him. That is a seasoned man. That man ain't changing. 57? Uh, you can't teach the old dog new tricks. At 57, y'all young girls saying now y'all come here and think y'all can make this old man change his mind. No. That ain't happening. That ain't happening. What makes you different? Well, I come on this show to challenge him because he doesn't know, and I can tell him that he's wrong. I say, what can make you different than the other hundreds of women who came on this show? What will make you different? And the same thing like when women pick deadbeat guys. You know he's a deadbeat. He have a thousand children, but you still mess around with him. You know why you said that you will be different? He went to jail. Oh, so you pick ass whoopers and felons. And then you're going to complain about yeah, what other... I, mean, I need you to stop right here, ma'am. I need you to slow the whole... I need, you, I need you to slow the whole French toast down. I'm not going to let you get on here and talk about what black men are not when you picking whoop dudes that whoop your ass and are the felons. See, I'm not going to sit around and let you black women just sit around and talk about hey, black men ain't here and they ain't this, they ain't that, when in your own life, you pick shit. Yeah, take a nice strong drink. Sip it all. Because you're talking about black men to share my reflection and I'm tired of sisters like you running our reputation in the ground because you pick poorly. A black man.
No, uh, no, you had 20 million to pick from, but you picked a felon mm. once to have two babies by and, a, and then Ike Turner. All these black people in Atlanta. Why are you picking these scrubs? That's what's left. If you don't get off my goddamn Aside phone. from the marriage. Get out of here. Get off my phone. I don't want to keep it. That's what's left, huh? That's what's left. Mm -hmm. The black mecca and all your wop seems to attract is felons and, and, and abusers. Then you need to put that shit in the, in the, in the, uh get some maintenance done. Outside, there are some good men. Well, then why don't you attract them? Then why don't you date them? I, I, I don't. I, it's difficult. It's like a needle in a haystack. No, it's not a needle in a haystack. I live here. Yes, it is. I live here, and I date good black women. No, why can't you see? Let me back down, ma'am. Relationships are reflective. We attract what we are. When I was broken, I attracted broken. And see, what I'm having a problem with is you are trying to make black men the problem and you're definitely problematic. Everything I presented to you that is a fact that you can verify yourself, you've said no, 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 no. And who the hell wants to deal with a woman like that? No, you ain't gonna be different. Franny ain't got no face. I ain't like some friend, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a face. But most men don't look at that. <laughs> Friday got no face. What different about you? Okay? The boogeyman. Kevin Samuel is the boogeyman. I do think he preyed on the vulnerability of black women who are seeking validation from society. He built his platform off of women's insecurity. He did that. But at the end of the day, guys, when are we going to hold the people who gave him the cement and the blocks? The people in your own camp helped build his platform. With all Kevin Samuels, he attacks black women, but black women helped build him this great platform he had. One million, and trust and believe me, a good percentage of that of his following is women. A good percentage. Women in the comment section kiki and laughing. You attacking black women. Black women in the comment section laughing at another black woman. Y'all need to figure what y'all moving all about because at the end of the day, y'all group ain't all together. This ain't in the black community. I like this in the black community. Black people so divided. That's how the enemy wins. We so divided. The enemy loves a good division. And the black community does it very well. Division. A good divide. One cohesive message. So I'm not going to blame the black women for not having a strong group. And we have a lot of division in the black men. We have a long list of things that the black men do that's not right. And how a lot of black men don't hold each other accountable for our actions. Do you know what we say? Hey, that, that's your why. A lot of times my friends tell me stuff, my male friends or my male associates, I just give them my opinion. I say, well, that make no sense. When stuff don't make sense, I'll be like, ah, that make no sense, you know. Now, I ain't gonna push it because, you know, people gotta live their lives. And a lot of times, black men don't hold each other accountable. We just let our friends talk a bunch of garbage. Just sitting there listening 
with a couple drinks or playing video games or whatever it is, listen to your friend and talk complete nonsense and not say, babe, that don't make no sense. So my thing about the Kevin Samuels is the fact that he's very harsh. Was he a reflection? And I'm going to wrap this up now because we might do a part two depending on what do y'all think or views or the, the story might develop, who knows. I'm going to lead on this note, right? They said, oh, Kevin Samuels didn't live the life that he's talking about. In a perfect world, you one would think he wouldn't live the life you're talking about. A doctor who knows about how the heart works, who does multiple surgeries, all he's saying, then the doctor would be more cautious about what food they put in their bodies, even though they do surgeries on these individuals, but they still indulge in it because they're human. So I'll never look at someone just because they give a good advice. Look at, shoot, I, let me move around. I gotta make sure the mirror facing me. I gotta look in the mirror. I give, okay, I hope good advice. Some people say it's good advice, but I'm not perfect. Do I sometimes live up to the advice I give? Hell no. It's not that easy. You can acknowledge what you're doing and still fall short. Now, Kevin Samuels, not giving him an excuse. I, this is so a nonsense where you have a lot of people say, well, he didn't let the life. Half of y'all who telling people about advice don't live what y'all talking about. You know what I mean? Because you want the best for people and you say, man, don't make that move. This time you made the same move behind the scene. A therapist needs a therapist. A therapist can't diagnose herself. So I'm not going to hold him accountable as a human being. I understand he's very judgmental. I understand that. Again, I'm being realistic. He was judgmental like most people are to, until you open their door and realize, God damn it, what's going on here? I thought you talked about this and that. This, this house is a mess. Everyone's judged until you open their doors. Everyone does it, but that doesn't make it right. I'm just trying to say, I'm trying to break everything down to our day-to-day. -day. <sighs> I get it. I get your frustration, and I get his opinion at the same time. Like I said again, I see both sides. Boy, what a way to go. I, just, I don't think it's, life is no karma. I think it's his time, because a lot of wicked people still on earth. I'm sorry, a lot of these world leaders who friggin' up our way of living, a lot of these world leaders who friggin' up how we feed our family, how we travel, and you really think that I'm gonna believe that Kevin Samuel passed away because he, he had some strong opinions and not so nice words towards black women? Y'all get out of here. That same energy need to go towards these world leaders. Where's that energy, okay? Keep that same energy. Where is it? Oh, that's karma for him. Where is the karma for the people who cost him our livelihoods? Did I see him yet? Anyway, guys. <laughs> I could go on and on, but I don't want to go on and on because I am lazy with editing. Let me know what y'all think about today's episode. Please, like I said, like, share the content, subscribe to the YouTube Passing Energy. Follow the IG so I when I put my update on passing energy, y'all would know about different stuff that's going on. Also, make sure I have the bell click on the YouTube so y'all can know when I post and y'all get notification. Thank you guys. I seen the streams go up. I appreciate it. Thank you. I would like to 
know who was listening, get get to know familiar with my listeners, guys. I really appreciate the time y'all spent with me. And don't forget to share your opinion. Let's have this dialogue. Let's have this dialogue. I open it and I gotta be a big boy and read and listen and listen to what y'all have to say. Whew. Anyway, guys, thanks again for tuning in and until next time, peace. <laughs>